0: I must admit, I didn't think much of this show the first time I laid eyes on it. Seemed like a bunch of stiffs wasting nice worst microphones.
1: Trade of all time happened back in 1803. Go ahead, Napoleon Bonaparte traded the Louisiana <laughs> Purchase for three million dollars. Napoleon, what happened? Uh, <laughs> Half the country for $3 million. You can't even get Tucker Barnhart for $3 million And I came dollars
0: to realize anymore. these guys are funny.
1: And Justin Fields have identical stats the last five weeks about throwing the football. This guy, okay, and folks, there is are a fidget some of the best spare.
0: gamblers I've come to know.
1: If you're betting on USC and or TCU, let it be known you are a square.
0: TCU is going to hammer this team tomorrow night.
1: I hate to hear that. Tomorrow when we afternoon. come back in here on Monday, you're going to be happy as a lark because USC lost, but you're going to be wrong about TCU.
0: Get ready for the most useless hour of your day. It's time for Boxed Lunch, presented by Bet Fred Sportsbook. Now, Casey, run that track.
1: Said it reminds me of a <laughs> Called Royal Blood. Welcome to Box Lunch, it's the most useless hour of your day. It's chatterbox night today at Great American Ballpark, and I can't wait to go. I'll be there. My wife will be there. All you guys will be there and we'll have we'll get to watch a game together. I'm most excited to watch a game with Elliot, because me and Elliot are best friends. Best friends in the whole wide world, Reed. That's right.
2: In the whole wide world,
1: I've got the little tuft of hair. You've got the soul patch, and it's yep. just a match made in heaven. Yes, it's just a match made. What's in heaven? your attire tonight, Reed? Um, I'm gonna be wearing the shortest shorts I can find. <laughs> yeah, that's smart. I'm then going to go look in Mariana's closet to see if there's any T-shirts that I can put on. Okay. So that's just going to be the ML. I'm going to find the tightest shirt and the shortest shorts and, and rock and roll. Jolly Jolly
0: wants a vlog of the night. I'm with Jolly Jolly on that one. We should be vlogging tonight. Yeah. Or at least be tweeting.
1: We'll have some content from the night. Everett Henry's a Royal Blood fan. Yeah. Hell yeah. Royal Blood's great. I think one of their songs was a, a walk-up song for the Bluffton Beavers. Back when, I was, back when I was a sophomore, absolutely. 190, struck out a third of my at-bats. Great year. All right, guys, uh, how was your weekend? Before we get into the Reds and everything like that, I know they're the, the Reds, but I mean, it was a nice, lovely weekend. How, how, how are you guys? I haven't seen you in a while.
0: Doing great, Reed. Just doing
1: great. Doing That's good, Paul. Yeah. Paul, that's good. I'm Casey. just doing great. Casey, how are you?
3: I'm doing great.
2: Fantastic, Reed. Yes. Is this what we're doing? We're just going around saying everything was great? Is that what we're gonna do here? Well, he you can be honest. Outside of baseball, how, how was, was your the weekend, weekend, guys? It was great. Casey, how? great. Jacob? Outside of baseball, how was great. the
0: weekend, Elliot?
2: I had a good weekend. I didn't do a whole lot, but you know, I got to watch some losing Reds. Uh, what was that? You know what I
0: did? I played Aston Oaks on Saturday morning. <laughs> yeah, that's down by you, right? Correct.
2: Great golf course.
0: About the fifteenth hole. I don't know if I've ever played golf in harder rain. And I was going to text you. I didn't, but I was going to. I'd like that on the record that I was going to text you that I it was pouring down rain, and I was right by your house, so I felt like a little wet boy in honor of you. <laughs>
2: West Side you Wet Boys. You could have come on over. The I, West Side Wet Boys. I would <laughs> my God. All right. I Yeah, you could have come over. Everybody. By the way, everybody in this room is welcome to my house. I have a hot tub. We we know. Can, you we have, 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 have a hot we, tub? We, know. we have, a hot tub bar, have a hot
1: tub. Tom bar. has not beaten <laughs> home that you have a hot tub enough.
2: Oh, no, not at all. We can have, we, have a, we, have, we can have a hot tub party. But yeah, the weekend was good, Reed. I think um, it wasn't my best weekend. It wasn't my worst. It was in the middle.
1: Tom Tom c- came on out in that final break that he took in the, the final 10 minutes. He goes, Reed, they're killing you in there on the chat. I was like, Tom, it seems like you're leading the charge. What are you talking <laughs> about? They're killing me in the chat. You're the one bringing it all up. Jacob, how are you? I had a good weekend as well. Good, okay. good. I'm glad you guys had a good weekend because uh, one team in particular did not. Oh, no. Can you feel it?
4: You love this.
1: Mm. The Reds are in a panic. I don't know if you feel it. I don't know how. I don't really have a thumb on the pulse of the Cincinnati Reds fan base. Never been a fan. Obviously work with a bunch of fans. But the team? The team themselves? They're in a panic. For the first time in two months, the offense slumps for a series and a half. And they immediately cave into the fans and... Bring up CES, who has an undefined role on the team. Does it? He's not going to get you know every at bat. Not going to play every game for the rest of the year. So you're just bringing him up because the fans want it. They bring up a slugger just because the offense didn't score for three games. They lose four games in a row. Listen, this is a team that for the past month and a half has been defined by potent offense, crooked number innings comebacks and all the precipitatory things that come with great offense. The talk was always how can we get some pitching to help this team to really compete and when the team gets good pitching the bats go deathly silent. It has short-circuited the front office in all seriousness. I mean before the season It was easy the expectations were were easy to comprehend you know just develop some young talent um flip will myers at the deadline for some more prospects and see who is on this roster that can be kept around going forward and now one month six weeks whatever you want to call it of great play has backed the cincinnati reds into a corner This is a team that is marred by inconsistency. A flawed, young roster. And they're panicking. This team can't win the division. They're 2-8 and eight against the Brewers. The, the only other team that, at one point, could make... Could win the division. Make the playoffs. And even if, you know, they squeak by and do make the playoffs, it's not going to be because they won the division. It's because the Brewers lost it. And even if they make the postseason... any team that the reds feel comfortable enough beating no too inconsistent and, and we, we saw how the team reacts in big games in front of sellout crowds at home for three straight days and get swept we talked about how the season is cruxed on this six game stretch against the milwaukee brewers and the reds go one in five and all the sun like oh it's not that big of a deal it's not that important they'll be fine play them again here soon All I know is this team, they're not really sure what to do. And the front office is scrambling. Are you done? I'm going to have a fun day on Twitter. Are you done? Let's clip that out.
0: I, I went to the bathroom and came <laughs> back. He's still talking about it. Are you it. finished? Are you I'm done? done? I'm
2: done. I'm done. I mean, done. that was maybe the worst segment Chatterbox has ever <laughs> done right there. I mean, what a disgrace. Dude. You talk about potent offense. That stunk that stunk the potency of that speed was I went terrible. to the
0: bathroom came back and he's still going on over here yeah
2: I don't know what that was he I should have we should have stopped that You yes to
4: enjoy Red's losses as much as possible because the Cubs aren't very good in all
2: I mean, I mean yeah I, in all seriousness the Reds are okay they, they it's a brutal way to lose to the Brewers you can't lose five of six they lost five of six it's it sucks sweet getting swept after the all-star break when everybody gets their rest not a good look however everybody in this room predicted one and two except for Casey. So I, I think it's not like a giant shock that we're swept. I, it's, there's no need to go in panic mode yet. We're two games back. The Reds are two games back. The Brewers have a brutal schedule coming up. Granted, so do the Reds. But I think there's a lot of losses in play for both of these teams. And the third-place team sucks. They're not even remotely close. Not even competitive. Who's the third-place team, Jacob? The north north Siders, Chicago Cubs. Cubs. The Chicago Cubs. Okay, so that team sucks. They'll be sellers at the deadline. I, I, it's a two-team race right now. The, the other three teams aren't even worth mentioning especially the cubs they killed steve bartman so now you know you go through this and it's like the reds are okay there's 70 something 70 plus games left we're all right this is okay
1: what was the talk before this six game stretch against the brewers the season relies on this game and then pa- no. and then it's one and five and now it doesn't matter paul said it never mattered paul paul was on the wagon then the was- week before the week before the series happened not the week before this sweep and not right before a three-game series. But when we were looking at the schedule at the beginning of July and we saw that six-game stretch against the Brewers, we sat on this show, we sat on off the bench and said, that's, that's it right there, those six games. Three in, three out against the Brewers. What can we do? In Milwaukee, then at home.
2: it was a One massive, and five. It was a massive series. The Reds came up short, unquestionably. Unquest- they came up short in the biggest moment. That's a fact. Yes, Paul.
0: Before the Red, the last ten game stretch, we sat here and we asked, "What do we want the Reds to do going into that last ten game stretch?" I think I said seven and three. Isn't that what they did? Seven and three. Yep. Yep. I said they were going to get killed by the Brewers. Get killed by the Brewers.
1: It's just how it goes. It's
0: just how it goes. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I. It, it is what it
1: is. Two and eight against the Brewers. Two and eight. There's a 100- hundred. Each series before we go into it. This is a big series can mount something here
2: every and that's yeah I mean and that's
4: true I mean, We win that series we're up what four games in the division probably like I, you, you miss an opportunity to, to gain a lot of ground there but you don't have to win those games like yes it was a massive opportunity there's 60 some games against everyone else in the, in the league and we do pretty well against everyone else in the league
1: let me ask a, a genuine question the Reds have a bad week of baseball this week not saying it will. I'm just, I'm just proposing the hypothetical question. They lose the, what, four games against the Giants. Go into the weekend. Who do they got this weekend? I, I, Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks. So two good West teams. Not, Diamondbacks are slumping. Giants are playing better ball. They go, they lose both series, so that would require them to go two and five over the next seven games. What does that mean? What does that mean for the Cincinnati Reds?
4: It means we're at July 17th and we still have every single minor leaguer we were hoping to see this year playing in the lineup. But moving the goalposts every single day is the most infuriating thing yeah. in the world. Like, Let's just take a step back. Let's plan
1: them in then. What's the goalpost? I'm saying like, dude, if they go two and five, just Friday, Charlie Goldsmith was talking about how the Reds are buyers. They're going to go get starting pitching. They're actively looking. They get swept by the Brewers. They go two and five this series because they've went loose two in a row to the Diamondbacks and the Giants. They still buying?
4: I've been as anti big move all year as anyone. So I don't know that I'm necessarily the right person to ask about that. But I, I don't know. I, I don't have a, a massive issue with the Reds team that's six games above 500 in, in the middle of July. Like, that's we never thought we were going to be at 50 wins maybe this whole year, much less in the middle of July. Uh I have no issue. We want to get the young guys up here because we say we'd rather watch them. We don't care if they struggle. And the first time they struggle, everyone wants to DFA Ellie. Like, let's, let's calm down.
1: They should DFA Ellie. I knew you said that. That's a good move. And that, that, that makes a whole lot of sense.
2: Yeah, the Reds' Twitter overreaction was, was all about it yesterday until CES got the call. I saw legitimate DFA Ellie tweets. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> tough to see. I asked I the love- question.
4: I said, how long till we see DFA CES tweets? Are we getting through the week?
1: I love that everyone thinks that their fan base is Twitter is toxic because yeah. mm-hmm. every fan base Twitter is toxic I mean they're incredibly every fan is overreaction every single time you know you you, you win two in a row ah who knows maybe we can get this going lose two in a row ah, let's DFA everybody this team sucks never gonna do anything it's so much fun Twitter's a great place it truly is you gotta get you gotta get past the hate I hate when people say that Twitter's a, a toxic place. Cause it is, but you don't need to air it out. It's still a fun place to be, guys. Last time, I went to a Reds ball game. Ellie Daily Cruz got called up. Saw Jacob there. Yes. Two dollar beer night. Yes. Three dollar beer night. Two dollar beers
4: would be dangerous. <laughs> I,
1: is the is the is the thirty three percent up up or fifty percent a hike up to three dollars?
4: six dollars getting you three beers versus two is a big difference.
1: That's true. I can't I can't I can't deny that math. <laughs> So last night, as Reds fans, give me your reaction when you hear that Christian Encarnacion Strand's getting called up. Elliot, give me your reaction to to CES getting the call up.
2: We still haven't seen the corresponding move, correct? Uh, There's nothing. I was just on Reds' transaction. So I am a little concerned at what that's going to be. If I had to guess, it's going to be an IL stint for somebody. Uh, I don't know who would get the Phantom IL. Kevin Newman didn't play this whole last series, had a lot of opportunities to pinch hit against lefties, so that could be... I don't see them dfa Kevin Newman. Oh, no, no, he, IL IL st- st- yeah. st- okay. he also has an option, so
4: that is okay. on the table.
2: Senzel, maybe I could see, and then the obvious The obvious one is Gasali, but for some reason, the Reds just refuse to acknowledge that the three catchers are a waste of time and space. So I think it will be a, a Phantom IL, but I'm very happy. Strand should have been up. It's, he sh- arguably he should have been up as soon as he got healthy um, right after he was injured to start spring, or to end spring training I'd argue that he should have been up before McLean and Ellie so with the way he was playing over there and he's continued it all all season long for the bats I'm very very excited I don't know what his role will be yeah what is his role because I, 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 I think it's going to be he plays first against right or first against lefties right and then I no think lefties. Yeah, lefties. That's what I said. not matter. either way. First against lefties, right? right? Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. I think I, I don't know. Who cares? First against lefties and then he DH's when he's not doing that. He has to play every day. Trace has been saying it on Chatterbox Reds, and I agree, that you you don't bring this you don't you don't bring these guys up for them to just platoon or bench.
4: I hate to agree with Reed, but this does feel like the first instance of Nick crawl bending to the fans and calling CES up. Depending on what this corresponding move is I'm really worried about this move. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. You you planted your flag in the sand that he was not going to come up without an injury or until September, and you have your first hiccup on offense and you call him up. Depending on what this move is, I'm worried. Stop
1: smiling. Why are you smiling? You're sick. The reason the shtick works, the reason jokes land, the reason that insults hit is because there's always a little bit of truth in it. That's the only part of what you said. The Reds panicking is true. It feels like an overreaction of a move. Just because the offense was bad for a few games. The offense has been a top five offense over the past six weeks. If you include the last three, four games. And then now I'm just like, all right, let's let's, let's call up because that's what the fans say after every game. Whenever they post the final score, call up CES, call up CES, call up CES. CES, And now it's going to happen?
2: I'd argue that having a guy that's statistically better than three of the guys on the current roster, having him up is a good move.
4: But how does that hurt CES if he doesn't play every day?
1: Right. He's, I think that hurts in CES. In terms of the development, if he's getting 12 at-bats a week at the major league level, how is that better than him getting 40 at-bats a week at the triple-A level?
4: If he, if, he plays five days, if he plays five days a week, it's a bad move. In my opinion. If he plays five days a week, it's a bad move.
1: Listen, the, the, going back to the the, the panic, the shtick, people, when, we, when we clip that out and put it on Twitter, people are going to want my head on a on a platter. And it's because there's a little bit of truth. It's the same reason I get offended when you start talking bad about Hamilton. There's a little bit of truth when you, when you call it old Hamilton When you see a guy mowing the sidewalk, it's hard to defend that. It's hard to defend that.
2: I think it's an okay move. I, I, I don't think it's like some massive deal that, that he's he's here. Kasali's Kasali has to be dealt with at some point this season. I doubt it happens right now, but Kasali cannot be on the roster in August. It just can't happen. So whether whether or not you wanted it now or later, it was gonna happen, so why not now? And help the team win. I- Help the, help the offense when they're, at, when they're struggling the greatest throughout this season.
0: That's so. a great point. I, it, it was going to happen. It was pretty clear it was going to happen at some point this season. So might as well just bring them up now and, and
1: ride it out and see how it goes. The good thing about the Reds looking forward is even if they, they slump and, and lose a few series in a row and it, it's looking bleak on making the postseason, winning the division – a buying Reds team and a selling Reds team don't look all that differently. Correct. They don't. It's going to be largely the same roster. Even if they do do a buying move, you got to think that it's going to be a low end, not a needle mover. Just just something to to help get over the hump, if that hump shall present itself. And same with selling. I mean, what pieces do you sell? I mean, Nick Senzel, Kevin Newman, they don't have a market. Jonathan Indy is really the only piece that we could see go. Am I missing anybody off the top of my head?
4: Also, moving Nick Senzel and Kevin Newman does not open up a spot against right-handers. They, they haven't played against right-handers in months. Right. So you're still not having – you DFA Kevin Newman, you DFA – Kirk Casale hasn't played since July 4th. Like that, DFA and Kirk Casale opens up nothing. So I, I, think, I think this move is a little bit more intricate than we think. I'm really waiting to see what that transaction is. I, yeah. I, I really wonder if there is a trade. Because that, that seems like the only rational thing to get a right-hander out of the lineup. A I don't trade? Know what it, I don't know what it would I be. Would it be
1: I, a certain handsome, long-haired second baseman?
4: I, I that makes the most sense to call CES up. That's I can't I'm
0: imagine there's a trade and we haven't heard about it yet.
1: That is the only
4: That's That's why I
0: – because yeah, last been night when it happened immediately, it I thought trade. And the fact it's been 17 hours and we haven't right. heard anything, there's no way it's a trade.
4: But we haven't seen anything else either.
0: Well, we didn't when Ellie got called up either. Ellie, they held no, on. Correct. But Ellie, we knew he was – yeah, but we didn't see that corresponding move for eight hours. That's fair. So, I mean, this that's not a huge shock. I think this is something internal, whether it's an IL stint or a, a DFA. I don't know what it is, but there's no way it's a trade. There's no way they keep a trade. of Because if it's a trade, it would be a significant trade. I don't think they keep that from all of the national reporters that would have been on that in
3: seconds. They would have had it finalized, too, I right? think it's they more likely it's a decision. trade
4: than just a simple DFA of
2: Kirk Casale. Like, I think that's way okay. more likely. And I don't think it'll be Casale, for the record. I, I think it will be a phantom IL. Yeah, I yeah, did, Yeah, so. was too. at the Hall of Fame induction on Sunday yeah, night
4: I and you're too. not DFA in a guy the day after he's speaking at one of those. Yeah. Huh? Maybe. I don't, who knows? It's
1: cutthroat. It's cutthroat it in is. this business. What about a good call? But I mean, just just... Luck of the Irish there by, by Chatterbox Chatterbox Knight getting CES's debut. Months ago. I mean, incredible. Incredible move. We tend to we tend to have a lot of luck here. I mean, we we start Chatterbox Reds and on a season when they're supposed to win sixty six games and they're competing for a division series. Like a lot of luck sometimes. A lot of luck goes into this. Alright, so the only other question I have for you guys. Mm about CES and looking forward about these Reds are um, just, you know, we get the news about that the Reds are going to be buying. What was your reaction to that on Friday for, from Charlie Goldsmith? And in what world looking forward at these next four series, three against the good NL West teams and one against the, the Milwaukee Brewers, that gets you to the deadline. What does that look like in which... You're like, all right, let's not pack it in, but essentially let's just let's just bunker in with with the roster that the Cincinnati Reds have. i have a feeling Jacob was already against any any buying, quote unquote buying. I have a feeling that Paul and Jay Paul and Elliot and, and Casey were were pro the move. That it's exciting to hear the Reds are actively looking to do something at the deadline. So looking forward, say the Reds. Go mediocre. Say the Reds kill it for the next two weeks. Say the Reds have a terrible two weeks. At what point does do do you just kind of say, all right, let's just let's just hunker in with the roster? Like what does that look like?
2: The only the only thing I would say is if the Reds are in a place where they're dominating the division, I think that's when you can make some moves. But but one starting pitcher does not do anything for this roster. It does nothing. It does absolutely nothing. The only thing that would happen is if they go all in. And at this point, it doesn't make sense for me – For it doesn't make sense for them to go all in. It just doesn't. Starting pitching has, has improved over the course of, I don't know, a couple weeks here now. So I don't know what one starting pitcher does for the roster. Not a whole lot probably. So, uh, to
1: be fair, it'd be, you're essentially getting if, three if, if, if you get one because Ladolo and Green are coming back.
2: Right Correct. there at the deadline. Correct. And that, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like – I, I think those two would be enough at that point, and then you would you already you already have Abbott. I think Ashcraft is turning a corner again. I was wrong about Ashcraft. I thought he, his season was over. He's pitched well. Williamson is, has shown signs of life here. Ben Lively has shown signs of life. I just don't think a starting pitcher moves the needle, and it would be at this point unwise to trade the farm for. That.
1: Are we getting uh, an Elliot sell, sell, sell? This is incredible. Red should sell and still can win the division. Take no, no, no. Is, no, no, is, they is that, is that sure.
2: they shouldn't sell? They shouldn't sell. It's still a competitive team. I'm just saying, there's no point of buying if you're not going to go all in. And I wouldn't go all in with this team.
4: Yeah, I mean, he just said what I've been saying for months. So felt good to hear that from the guy next to me.
2: Yeah, I. The only thing would be is if they move Jonathan India. That's the only trade that. That would acquire He's the anything. the only
4: guy on the team that you have a replacement for right now that has real value. Nick Senzel doesn't have value. Kevin Newman doesn't have value. Kirk Casale doesn't have value. Everyone else is playing. The only guy playing that you can replace that has value
2: is Jonathan India. And it's been tough as a Jonathan India guy. It's been tough to watch. His at bats not competitive. I mean, they're just not competitive.
1: That's a that's a bad take. I mean, it, it's a not a bad take. I'm saying it's a. Cold on Jonathan India take from, from Elliot. Do you realize that Jonathan India won a rookie of the year? Do these things not matter to you? Yeah,
2: you want to get rid of a rookie of the year. What else do you want these prospects to do? This is fair. Why does
1: this city hate rookies this of the year?
2: I, but I, I'm going to laugh so hard if Ellie wins rookie of the year. I'm going to laugh so hard when everybody wants to trade him next year. Everybody's going to want to trade him and call for his head. Jonathan India it's has good done deflection. Jonathan India Jonathan India deflection. has done his job to a T guys wow. like Jacob guys like Evan they wanted him out before the season started they wanted him out before the season started he Jonathan, had 2 years. Jonathan the way, India has
4: negative 5 outs above average every season. You have year. negative
2: 5 outs above whatever. I don't care anymore. Oh man, he's, he's just, a he bad. He's just, our
1: WOBA con. I mean, <laughs> Josh, it's just like the way the way that Elliot is dancing what? around this question, it makes me think that he's the one that dropped the bottle at Casey's wedding. I don't like oh I don't like I'm I saying. don't
2: like the Reds. I don't like Reds fans rooting against a guy because they can sell him for a guy who's going to be the same guy that Jonathan India is going to be.
4: Keeping Jonathan India's rooting against Noel Vimarte.
2: That's what you're doing. That's fine. You're rooting against yeah. Nuelva.
4: You're rooting against CES. That's fine.
2: We'll move on. We'll
1: see. Casey. Yeah. We had huge news. I know. We I'm had honest. been on this bell for four months? Five months? Yeah, that's then been a Joe while. Mixon <laughs> needs to take a pay cut. And let's be honest, Casey. Things were bleak. Things <laughs> we're, were very bleak. We... we, we Talked about on this show months ago saying that Joe Mixon playing at his contract is the worst thing that could happen for the Cincinnati Bengals. And then we looked at June 1st, said, All right, is he going to get cut? What's going to happen? The deal's going to be nothing happened. And here we are on July 17th, and news finally broke that Joe Mixon made the only move that makes any logical sense yeah. for him to take Bears. a pay cut. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, they, uh, it, It was such a relief right i mean it didn't just mean that we would have future cap like we we got future cap space but it also solidified a few things that we were thinking and which was that he wants to win he doesn't like he's a leader of this team right he wants to stay here long term he's going to be here for another two years he's probably going to start those two years i mean it solidified things that I thought about Joe Mixon that ended up being true, and that the dude was going to do what was right for this team from the very beginning. And I know it took a while to get there, and it took a lot of scares, a lot of just outside things that happened. Sure. But we're here now. I'm happy. I also I'm think it was, I mean, it was the it.
2: best choice because I don't think he had another option, nah. really. Nobody was going to pay him that money um, with the off field issues he's had. I think that was the, quite literally the only option he had. But most finan- uh, most financial, most. It, I don't it
1: seemed like everyone was sitting on their hands because, like, it was the June first was the date, right? Where we're yeah. gonna cut it. So figured that it was either gonna be he was gonna get a pay cut before June first, or he was gonna be gone. And then June first came and went, and you're like, okay, so or, it's just gonna be Joe Mixon for for 10 oh, million. north of ten million dollars. Yeah, and luckily, Joe Mixon for six is a steal. How yeah. how do you think that that conversation went? Let, let, let's let's do the hypothetical. Do you think they sat him down and be like, "Hey, Joe,
4: we're not paying you $10 million.
1: <laughs> right, like like you've you've got truly two options here. You could take the pay cut, or
2: I right. think that's exactly
4: how it went. And I think his biggest point of contention, I think the Bengals probably went in there asking for a pay cut for this year, and then to get him to walk next year, I think his point of contention was he probably wanted to get both years right. cut down, which is is great for him. And I'm not going to complain about having Joe Mixon for six million dollars. No. Um, I, I do see a lot of people in the chat saying that he's going to get suspended. I don't think that's an expectation by anyone. That no, I don't. There's almost a 0% chance Joe Mixon gets suspended, I think. Would Something be, new would have to come. Yeah, yeah. nothing that has happened already right. would, get, would result in a suspension. So I just want to be clear on that. Um, yeah, having, I mean, having Joe Mixon, that also gives you the flexibility. We talked about how it would lead to uh, uh, the contract extensions, but it also gives you the flexibility to keep a guy like Leo Collins. You know, have him work yeah. through an injury with $8 million mm-hmm. as a backup right tackle. That's not really on the table if you're paying a running back $10 million, especially with the lineup we are walking out there, you know, right now. So, so keeping that depth after what's, you know, bid us the last couple of years is huge. And I think that's something a lot of people aren't looking at.
1: That is, yeah, the, the depth of the offensive line because it was a shell, right? Correct. I mean, the, the offense always had capable starters at the offensive line, but the second one of them goes down in world of trouble, world of trouble. So the fact that Lyle Collins and even Jackson Garman, who played a a great game against the Buffalo Bills, now he's filling in on pieces. So there's depth here. This team just benefited so much from one single move, and that is the running back getting less money. Running backs are a dime a dozen in this league, and the more (laughs) and more (laughs) that you keep away from overpaying a running back, the better your team will be. It's just science at this point. It truly is. And no, it, it is. It is.
2: What was that case? I'm sorry. I,
3: I was gonna just ask. The real question is: Do we see any more? Do we see any other guys deciding to take pay cuts? Or that's yeah. Not not maybe this off season, but next season. Drain
4: I would love flat. to see. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I would love to see this year. But, I mean, there's guys that like Tyler Boyd maybe he restructures his deal to at least stay another couple years, but cuts down on some of his money. Like that, that could be a possibility. There's lots of different, uh, um, avenues that they could go. Lyle Collins is another great example of that too. I mean, he could still take a pay cut. He could still restructure his deal. Be interesting to see. I mean,
4: Jermaine Pratt took well below expected market value to stay in Cincinnati. Yeah. Well below what he was expected to get across the board. So, I mean, we've, We've been banging the table that Burrow's going to take this team-friendly deal since it started. And, you know, people outside of Cincinnati have called us crazy. It's happening time and time again. We, we've built something here with a culture with Zach Taylor and Duke Tobin and this front office and this team that people don't want to leave. We're, we're a consistent competitor. We have a great vibe in the locker room. I don't think people want to get out of Cincinnati, and I think people really want to come to Cincinnati.
1: I think the reason that players want to play in Cincinnati is all the things that Paycor Stadium offers them. I mean, that place is just... <laughs> A modern marvel. When people yeah, think of water and bananas, yeah.
0: Pe- when people think of NFL stadiums and the peak of NFL
2: facility, they think of Paycor Stadium.
1: They think of the Cincinnati Bengals and everything that the Bengals have proven to offer their players over the years.
2: I don't like this game, this little shtick everybody's playing right now. I don't like it one bit. But I think back to the. We point, can. We
1: it's self-deprecating. I, we are Bengals fans. I, it's,
2: I think uh, <laughs> it's okay to be self-deprecating. Are you going to stump
1: for Paycor Stadium?
2: I have no comment. I Elliot, no comment. Elliot, I,
1: Elliot, Elliot, you've yeah. been there. That is the worst stadium you've ever been in. It's not. I don't good. know the every Buffalo's stadium that you've bad. ever been in, but it's the worst stadium you've Once ever Buffalo's been in. Once you get to it's
4: your seat, bad. it's not bad.
1: Yeah. Sure. That's
4: like the, the environment is great. Watching yeah. the game is great. Sure. Anything in the concourse, yeah.
2: and then the in-game stuff's not. There good
1: literally out. is nothing in the concourse.
2: <laughs> right, <laughs> right. It's concrete. Walls. It's, dis- <laughs> it's disgusting in the bathrooms. I mean, it's just truly a bad place. But back to the point, I don't think the team like. Joe Mixon didn't take a team-friendly deal. I want to make that very clear. Joe Mixon had his back against the wall, and there was no other option. It's a win-win for him because now he gets to say he's a hero who took a pay cut. There was no other option. No, no team was signing Joe Mixon with all the off-field stuff. The Pratt the thing is a better example of it, but I, I don't think you know everybody's going to hail Joe Mixon as this hero for taking a pay cut. He had no options. Well, I That's think a there's point. a legitimate a world That's where
4: he – Plants his flag in the sand and saying, I'm not taking a pay cut, and calls the Bengals bluff on walking out Travion Henderson and Chase Brown week one.
2: And I think that's fair. And I think that's fair. But for him personally, there is not one single NFL team at his price tag that was, that was signing that check. Not yeah, one. The whole there, po- there's not one.
3: The whole point of him, that w- w- the June 1st deadline, was because now he was going to be owed that $9 million. Him taking the team-friendly deal that we're talking about was actually a team-friendly deal because he, like you said, could have took the – the bluff, and if they did cut him, he was still owed eight million dollars, nine million dollars. So him doing this is is a team friendly deal. Are we all on the same page there? Yeah, it's, that's it's what a, I said. Yeah, really it's, like a team,
2: it's a team friendly deal that he had no other options to have. To I, I do
4: disagree with that. I think there are yeah, other but, options. Like, like, he he still still yeah,
3: like he still was gonna be owed ten million dollars. Yeah, he still could have been paid the eight million, nine million dollars, being
2: cut. Like, imagine, imagine having the off field issues he had and then still charging the Bengals the price tag, having the fan base just utterly hate him. I don't think he had another option.
1: See, I think fan bases are fickle. I yep. think that all it would have taken for, you, you say, the, the fan base to utterly hate him, all it would have taken was was Mixon to show up on week one and score a touchdown. Yeah, and, he, and we immediately forget. He
4: has another Panthers game. Everyone would be just, just
2: fine. Right.
1: <laughs> immediately forget. Fans are fickle. Always happen. Always will be. As you are with Jonathan India. He has a bad couple weeks, and you're, you're saying you should trade him now.
2: No, I'm not saying we should. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because you hate Jonathan rookie India, of the year Jonathan Orleans. India has been tough. The issue with Jonathan India now, and especially with Strand coming up, is that he has no place on the team. That's my concern. And if, and if they kept him at three, if David Bell kept him at the three spot, he certainly has no value on this roster because he can't hit. And if he can't hit and you can't defend, then we're out of luck. I, still, I, I would still give Jonathan India the end of the year. But, but then I don't know what his value becomes. I don't know anymore. So maybe I am on the trade in here. Maybe I am. It's tough. Hmm. I didn't want to be Speaking of baseball. I well, didn't want to be here.
0: Well, Do you think tonight we all need to wear name tags? Like the chat needs to wear name
3: tags
1: yes. so we know who everybody exactly.
0: is?
3: Yes. Or they just go anonymously and then we have to figure out who's who. We just see – I don't know if Everett's going,
0: but he's just screaming in all caps. Everett's just – everything he says is just yelling.
2: Everett's mean to me. I want to see Everett tonight. I want to shake his hand.
0: I don't know if he's going. I think I he said
2: earlier he's not going. He said he's not
1: Boo-hoo. going. Boo hoo! People being mean, Elliot? Come on.
2: Let's everybody love everybody. I I've been preaching that one. Everybody love everybody.
1: E-L-E. I love Yelly. I love Yelly. All right, guys. So we're going to the ball game tonight. I've asked this question in a myriad of ways on this show and past, but when you go to the Reds game. What is your ball game modus operandi? What is your MO? You know, you, you make plans to go on a Friday night. Do you do you go to the banks for to get food before the game? Do you, do you show up? Casey, you're a big fan of the Garden Bar, right? The Garden Bar right there on the entrance. Yeah. Before first pitch, the $5 beers. You said you you eat two hot dogs during every game. That is your that is your MO. I want to know cuz I'm going to a ball game with you guys all tonight. What is your ball game, mo, Jacob? You're you're, you're typing away.
4: I'm in the chat, Jacob. Sorry. Let's start with you. Um, yeah, ball game mo, hot dogs. I'm always a hot dog guy. You go
1: somewhere pregame.
4: Oh, I'm a banks. I'm a go banks to the banks. Get the just stand out. Don't go into any bar. Don't get just too. Just stand, don't get stand too there watch the TV. Yeah, stay in the hall. Stay in the grass in the middle. Get some elbow room. Watch the TV.
1: I cannot watch that TV because I saw the Bengals get absolutely eviscerated by the Browns on that TV. So I will. Will, tough. That's a bad memory. That's it's a tough. bad memory right there.
4: Yeah. That's, that is a tough one.
1: Elliot?
2: I usually get down. It's usually Zach. Well before? Uh-huh.
1: You well before the game starts?
2: Yeah. Usually, usually I get down there at least 30 minutes before the, the first pitch. I like to walk around the ballpark, get some, get some food. Usually, and usually we don't go. Um, Your ball, you get food before the game starts? Yeah. Okay. A, little, a little appetizer. A little appetizer. Okay. Okay. And then the game starts. Then we go back out, probably somewhere around the third, fourth inning. And then we watch the rest of the game.
1: I'm a, I do not eat until the third. Okay. I sit down, watch the game. You watch the first two innings, watch all the good hitters hit. And then when you get to that back end of that lineup, you're like, all right, that's a chance. I'm going to go get a Sky Rosa real quick.
4: Now that hinders your nine for nine for nine. Stats. If you're waiting till the third inning for your uh, first hot dog, no.
1: I will only do the nine for nine. I tried it when we saw Ellie De La Cruz. I think I got, I got the beers, but I got only seven hot dogs. My brother's calling me. I'm sure that's. I've just gotten a it twice. This year. I've
4: gotten it done twice this year. It's a hard task. It's, it's a hard, hard task. task. The, the buns, the
2: buns really weigh you down. Now, where do you guys? Where's your go-to parking spot? Because I have a parking spot, I park in the garage right by the Heritage Bank or U- whatever, whatever bank yeah. it's called. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Paul's favorite stadium so in we, the city. So we go up to the we go up to the fifth floor of that, and you just walk right across, right into. Man, the— Man, you go up there. Yep. I hate that spot because if it's a packed it's game, crowded, yeah,
1: yeah, it's going to take you an hour to get out of there.
2: Yes, it does suck for that part, but the
1: convenience long... of getting in.
2: Correct. Yeah, the convenience of getting in, just walking in. It's it's a good time. I'm a great American building guy. Give me give me my twenty bucks. Park oh, right, wow. up, park right in the bottom here. floor. Pull the, out. Yeah, that's the you guys, that's, that's the St. X motto there. Do it? you guys
1: know the Olympia Lot? This Mm-mm. old dilapidated parking garage. Ten dollars to get in. Mm. That's big time. That's where I go.
2: I like the one. i never heard of it. Where is it, by the way?
1: Ah. It's in between the two <laughs> stadiums. I don't know the streets that well okay. in Cincinnati. It's in between the two stadiums, like pretty much right in the middle.
2: I think I know that. It's like two
1: blocks away from the Underground Railroad Museum.
2: Yeah. 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 Okay. It's an I, Olympia I, Garage. I also park on the, on the, like right by the river, right on the river. What's that called? You know what I'm talking about? Sawyer Point? No, 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 no. It's right across. It's right across. From the oh, ballpark. right
0: across from the arena on the back side of the arena. Yeah. Back there, and it's on the slope. Yep. It's not always open because the floodwater sometimes. Correct. Yeah. That's
2: that's where I park too. That's that's good. That's good parking. Man. So
0: I think I've parked in the same spot or the same lot for every game I've been to, and except for one in the last like two or three years, it's right. So what I'll do is I'll come down 71 and get off at the Gilbert exit and go past the back side of the casino, not the Reading Road side, the front side of the casino. I'll go down the back side of the casino, uh, take a left, go down there to the road that'll dead end into Sawyer Point. And then I take a right there at that road and there's four or five lots right there. And those lots, I mean, they do dynamic pricing. So some games it's $5, some, but I've never paid more than 20. And you just pull right up there, which I will say, dollar and jar, shout out to the city of Cincinnati because for two weeks we had to hear about you know Taylor Swift and how crazy the city was gonna be. I So I picked up a friend of mine, for ta- or actually one of Lizzie's friends. We parked at Rookwood. I drove. We all took bets. We left Rookwood at 435. We took bets. What time are we going to be parked and getting out to walk up? Because it had taken 45 minutes for us to park for the Reds game the, the week before, which ended up being that 12-11 to 11 crazy Reds-Braves Reds, game. game. So we took bets. It was 435. I, we all said 5.30 to be parked. We were parked by 4.46. It took us 10 minutes. There was nobody. The parking lot was open. Paycor handled the crowd. the crowd. The Taylor Swift crowd was infinite. What, 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 what everybody described the Taylor Swift crowd was, was a Bengals primetime game. Like that's, that's, what, that's what the Taylor Swift crowd was, was a Bengals primetime game. The Taylor Swift crowd, there was – it was the easiest crowd. It, it was easier than a Reds game. Easy in, easy out. It was great. Parked in the same spot. It was a little longer of a walk. But that's where I parked for Bengals games, Reds games, everything. Just that lot right across. It's usually like 10 or 15 bucks, And uh, I don't ever really go anywhere before because I usually show up right around first pitch. Like I'll show up probably – I can't remember the last time I've heard the National Anthem. Usually I'm like right in between when the Anthem plays and, and when the game starts. Uh, yeah, I, sometimes, I, sometimes I'll sometimes i get the $5 beer. Sometimes, if I'm there early enough, I'll get that. But I don't ever eat at the stadium either. I, I can't remember the last time I've eaten at a... Really? I mean, yeah. yeah. Sometimes I'll get a... Is that a
1: frugal thing?
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'd, yeah, I'd rather just get a double cheeseburger from McDonald's on the way down for 2 bucks instead of spending $10 on Ola Roses or something.
1: Yeah, I feel like uh my experience, Casey, we'll get to we'll get to you in a second, but I feel like my experience with with Reds games is a bit different than you guys cuz the, the, the stadium's 40 minutes away from where I live right. as opposed to 20 minutes I assume for, for each and every one of you. So it's it's a little bit more of an event when you go down. So that's why you know, I go early, go to the banks, you know, stop at the stretch, stop at wherever, get a beer, go in, get the $5 beer and eat at the stadium. I don't I don't go to 20 games a year. So it's, I, I I put a little more event behind it. So it's – I do sometimes re- show up like in the bottom of the first inning because I'm late. Because once again, when they were playing at 645, the game's not tonight at 645, 710. No, okay, 7-10. so they got back to the 710 time slot. 645
2: Thanks. is the dumbest thing they've ever done. God.
1: I, it was because the games were too long. It was because the games were too long. Casey, what's your modus operandi? What's your MO?
3: So parking situation-wise, I get in parking for free. Because I know uh, my best man Thomas, who works at uh, Western Southern, that parking garage that's on Broadway Street, um, get in there for free. So that, saved me, that saves me some some money right there, which is why I like going at least an hour early to get to the five dollar beers because that's you know ten dollars. That's, that's money ball. That's money ball. Yeah, that, I mean that that's great right there. And then uh, for tonight. Um, I'll probably have a few hot dogs, some, some, some pulled pork, you know, I'll, I'll I'll enjoy myself, eat some, eat some food. You
1: eat ballpark food or do you, do you try like the fry box and,
3: uh, I try not to eat the ballpark food unless it's a three, two, one night, Mm. then I will
1: get some, have you guys ever brought food food into the game?
3: No. Like just pocket it and walked in.
1: No. You can bring food you can in. You Bring it in. You're yeah, you, yeah, you're allowed to bring in. You can bring a like cooler, a little yeah. yeah, a little cooler of food. I have a buddy that he, he
2: microwaves hot dogs and brings like ten of them. It's the most disgusting foul thing you'll ever see. If you if you're bringing your own hot dogs to the ballpark, I don't trust you with an. Individual. No, and they're cold by the time they get. It's it's legitimately foul. It makes me sick.
1: Like if if you wanted to, you could get like a twenty dollar La Rosa's pizza, pick it up, and just bring yeah. it into the ballpark.
2: Yeah. Really good.
1: Yep. You can do whatever. I mean, you can bring bring. Any kind of food, Casey. You just can't bring in alcohol. It's the only but, thing you can't bring in. But you can't do
3: that at a Bengals game, right? That is correct. They
1: don't let you so bring what, in food what's the, the
3: difference? Uh, you can't bring any bags
4: that aren't clear to NFL games. <laughs> NFL versus MLB, different rules for stadiums. Hmm.
3: Interesting.
1: For, for what enough. it's worth, like an MLB game, you're going to see more – you're more likely to see like a family, that's their weekend right. like, activity.
3: Yeah. The
4: NFL isn't playing at noon on a Wednesday. Right. Like –
1: that's it's not, fair. It's not. It's not the family summer thing. Get jerseys. Go to the. Go get the certificate. It's your first game. Go let the kid. Go let the kid play at the, the home run derby field.
2: Can we do this tonight? Can I recommend something? Everybody, Elliot, I'll
1: do anything you want to do. Everybody,
2: everybody. that attends. Everybody that attends Chatterbox not, Chatterbox night in the boat. Everybody that's up there. Everyone buy twenty dollars worth of split the pot tickets. I'm gonna have our section win split the. Split that's the pot.
0: that's the only thing that is. I mean, if you know me or you listen to the show, I split the pot. Yeah. Is that's that's a thing. I that's love that because yeah.
1: I've never heard of someone doing that before you. What? Oh yeah i do it just for Paul. Oh, oh I, I love I, Split the Pot.
0: I have d- – I, I never
3: could,
1: even has crossed my mind. I could probably
0: mind. count on one hand the number of times that I've gone to a game since I've been over 18 and haven't bought a Split the Pot
4: now, ticket. Now, th- them changing Split the Pot from game to game to series is oh. the biggest sham in the history well, of professional that'll sports. That'll go
2: back. Like, now that, now that that'll go back. Yourself. Well, yeah, and that's why they did Bark in the Park, and that's why they do all no, the I, gimmicks, I, I know so gimmicks. So Bobby Boy can fill up the stadium a little bit more. Now, so. I'm
4: only buying Split the Pot tickets if I'm there the last game of the series now. Which is a shame because I, you know, well, I don't, you only I, need to win one I, okay. to be even for
2: your life. So, so you guys treat do it tonight.
1: you guys treat split the pot like my dad treats kino whenever we go to a bar and grill. I mean, I have yeah, I have never been to any bar and grill that that has kino. My dad has not walked on over to that machine, put twenty dollars in, and just like casually looked up at the screen while while it's going on. Has he ever won? Oh yeah, big time one. Oh yeah, where you like the the bar won't pay you out? Sure. So I the, the it's most like four hundred fifty bucks or something oh, like that. Is, oh, that's pretty
2: good. I, well, he's
1: won thousands. I I was there when he won like fifteen hundred dollars one time.
2: I the most I've ever won was a hundred, and it's only I put in a twenty. It's the only reason the only reason you get paid a hundred is when none of your numbers hit. So none of my numbers hit, so I got hundred bucks out of ten. Yeah, Love. that's hard to do. It's, it's it's impressive. <laughs> it's a five to one payout just to be the worst keynote player of all time.
0: But even if we got everybody tonight in the deck. To buy a fifty-fifty ticket, we wouldn't find out for another couple days. Right.
2: Yeah, but that's okay. I'd still. I, th- I, I think it's worth it. Prize would be like a hundred thousand. Bankrupt Bobby C. That'll feel good. You use your split the pot money to buy the team from him, LA? Yes. <laughs> now we're talking, Jacob. Now we're cooking with gas. Reed.
1: Who are you guys most excited to? Who's who's all coming in the chat? I know a lot of people have said who. Give me Evan. one chat member you're excited to shake hands with.
4: Evan. I need uh, to. Yo, Evan yep, Evan and I have been fighting tooth and nail for Jonathan <laughs> Indy to get off this team. I, I can't to, wait to give him I a need firm to, handshake. I
2: need to see how much of Evan is real. <laughs> I think uh, I think there's a lot of shtick in Evan, and I don't I don't know. I need, no,
0: I think Evan cares too much to be a shtick. I don't think I've read his tweets. I, I think he's the other way. I don't think I think he cares too much for it to be a shtick.
2: Okay, well I've already met Sir Boy, so I can cross that name off. I, I'm excited sir to me, talk sir, talk with Sir Boy again. I think Mo Eggers coming. That'll be fun. I get the to chatterbox s- night. Yeah, is he really? Yeah, that's what that's what Trace said, Trey said yesterday. Nice. So Mo, I get to reunite with Mo. Let's see who else um, is. I, I don't think Mark is going. I haven't heard anything from Mark. Nick, I get to meet Nick Kirby in person. I get to ask him. Not much him. to meet there. Huh? Yeah. You don't like to, you don't like Nick Kirby? Take him or leave him. Yeah. Okay. All right. Reed hates Nick Kirby. Put that <laughs> on a record. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Evan Maurer says BLP.
1: Big League Paul.
0: Yeah, so so uh, I think
1: a lot of people are too.
0: The player formerly known as Mouse Cop has called into my Twitter Spaces uh, for close to a year, but I've never actually met him in person, and he's a Savior guy. Who? So, Mr. Oh, uh, would you like me to address him as Mr. Hamiltucky? That's his name. Okay, boy. Well, he'll be there.
2: I'm very excited to meet him. I wonder if he'll introduce himself as
4: Mouse Cop. I think that needs to be set. You got to introduce Who? yourself at least the first time as your chat name. So we that's, no, that's, that's,
0: that's what I meant about the like, like, I was obviously joking about the name tags, but like we need to figure out a way that cause, well, I don't know any of these people. Like, these are not their names. The only person a- in the chat that I have personally, well, no, I've met CJ,
2: met
1: CJ,
0: but is, he's not in there today.
2: Is PB coming? PB, are you PB? I know you can hear me. Are you coming? I'd love
1: to meet PB's ghosts. All right. Yeah. You
2: same. Same. What, what about OJ?
1: There's <laughs> a
2: 0%. We have not heard from him in three weeks. Four weeks. I snapped OJ one too many times. That's on me. Hand up. That's on me. You lost us
3: a viewer, a loyal viewer but too. But I brought
2: in so many others. Mark, yeah, Fanny, are you, you to are you implying
3: that one sacrifice is? Yeah.
2: Casey, that's what are you going on about sacrificing? You pushed a cow down the steps. <laughs> Watch push him, him die. Cow
3: down the steps.
2: I just let the cow down the steps. Casey, your wife said in the chat you killed a family of raccoons. Children, babies, and all.
1: What are you guys betting tonight?
2: Let's get in the vault,
1: Casey. Get get in the vault. Let's get in the
0: vault. Run that track.
1: I do want Leif Erickson back. Mr. Hamilton, he's right. Casey did make leave. Leave. Maybe he'll come back during football season, yeah. when the Vikings are playing. I'm taking the Nerfie, the Nerfie tonight. I can't, I can't justify betting on the Cincinnati Redlegs. Don't care for the Giants. Couldn't imagine losing to the Giants in the postseason. Could not imagine it. Uh, guys, what are you betting tonight?
4: (laughs) I I, I am not going to take the Reds' money line. I'm going to take the run and a half. Reds' run line, and props aren't out yet on Betfred, but CES is hitting a home run.
2: Okay. I'm going to take Giants' money line, and I'll tell you why, and I'll tell you why. So you can be a happy boy either way you leave. Yeah, I'm I'm going to curse the Giants and put my gambling stink all over them.
1: I respect the move. Hedge the heart. Hedge the heart. Hedge the heart. Hedge the heart. Casey, Paul?
0: I'm going to take the Reds money line, and I think I'm actually going to take it. Uh, wow, I, as opposed to as opposed to the run line, I think think I'm going to take the, the money line here. I'm, I'm looking at the odds. Now, last week, I was big on Reds and the under. Uh, the under was the play all weekend, but the Reds were not. I don't know if I'm going to use the total there.
2: We'll see. I think the under does hit for the record under 10 is a lock. It's, it's a lock. A of, that's a lot of runs. Spoiler for Ziggy for the later, over will be played.
1: Casey, you got anything for us? <sighs> Man, you getting I, in the vault? Uh, What's Betfred Sportsbook going to How they going to lose money tonight?
3: I'm looking at the the over unders here. Uh, you know, I'm just going to take I'm going to take the under.
1: I got to figure out if Betfred's coming tonight. Fred'll be there? Yeah. Not Fred. Oh, uh, Mr. Bet yeah. yeah. Sports. Good. Fred is English. Just sports. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Mr. Sports. Mr. Fred
0: is English. Oh, is he? Yeah.
1: Cross the pond. Cross the pond. All right. Let's eat. What's for lunch today? What? I mean,
2: not, nothing.
0: What? Nothing. What? You can't start and stop. No, this yeah. is an honest, this
2: is an honest segment. I'm sure we'll go wherever it lands on. <laughs> this is an honest segment.
1: I am – let me Let me stake my flag in the fact that I am pro going wherever the wheel ends I want every receip- time.
2: I want receipts today. I'm I want say, a picture from the Chatterbox account from wherever we go. Okay. Are you willing to do that over what, there? I, I am that? willing yes. to go wherever it lands. All right. So All let's. Right, let's, let's be, I am not the fraud yes, here. Let's I am be not conscious the fraud here. Yeah, but let's back. not throw Casey, some weird things on there, like Casey. Sonic. Sonic. No. No. No.
0: no. No, if you guys not.
4: are no, we've already not. done I mean, the Mr. We've talking? already
0: done the Sonic shtick. It's not we've a sh- already we done it. Hold it. on, From yeah.
4: you, you were the no. one that complained about it the most. Yeah, you can't do this and then complain everyone, listen up. To yeah. everyone. Like you get yeah. okay, one choice. Go. You Why get one shouting? choice on this Why wheel. Why are we shouting? Well, no, I get choice.
2: Wait, five people?
3: Yeah, two. Two. We each get two. Well, you each get two. Elliot, what are your two choices? We will kill Sonic and Long
2: John Silver's.
3: Oh, my God. I love Long John Silvers.
2: Oh, Silver. my <laughs> God. And Long John
4: Silvers. John Silvers would kill us, right? Yeah, right. I would. So I third, floor, third floor would
1: take a beating. Oh. <laughs> we have, funny. here in oh, Hamilton, what we have a KFC choices. Long right. John Silvers hybrid. Go, we got uh, a yum. Let's eat both.
0: Chipotle. Yes. I get the
1: chicken from Long John Silvers, Yes. Like
0: and uh, Firehouse.
4: Jacob? I'll go Hothead and Jersey Mike's.
1: Ooh, hothead. I love hothead. Jersey Mike's a good one. Wingstop,
4: Paul, right? Paul's going wingstop and panda. Yeah. <laughs> Arby's. Nice. That's a good choice. And Jollies. So we all are looking out for each other,
1: putting great yeah, That, that on was board. a team effort except for and one. And then Elliot over here. Yeah,
0: that was that was a team effort except for one. What do you got, Casey?
1: I don't know. We got we landed on when Arby's is? last week and we didn't go.
2: That's what I'm saying, Reid.
0: Uh, Elliot's the one that didn't want to go. I'm, I'm putting one up there that like. I don't care. Like, I'm just saying. I I no, want to I, 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 I mean, I I can. Can
1: I remove one of my options? Yeah, take out Jolly's. Okay. Sorry, Jolly Jolly. I love you. Um, put in Jockos.
3: Because we've never been there before. You got to get their chicken lizard,
1: chicken livers or gizzards.
3: Oh, oh that's man. a great option. <laughs> oh man. No thanks. <laughs> oh man. <laughs>
4: That's better than your two options. That's well absolute.
2: there. No! I no! Go. No! <laughs> <Yeah>. no! <laughs> chicken livers or
1: gizzards. Uh. Oh. man.
2: Here we go. Next up, eliminated. Stay right. right.
1: later, Panda. See, Panda. See ya, Panda.
3: I'm okay with that. Long Johns and Sonic who
2: still put Panda on there. Back on. Wait, who put Panda back on? I put Panda Casey. on there. I like are, like, don't
4: complain about other people's suggestions when you're putting on Long right, John Alright, alright, alright. We, no. we got one gone. No! In all seriousness,
1: we're, we're clapping about Long John Silvers. Have you guys been to Long John Silvers? Is that a place you guys have eaten before?
4: Yes. No.
2: no. No, and I don't plan on Yes! Stop! God, oh, why are you
3: celebrating
1: so early? No, so don't. how are we going to laugh at Long John Silvers if you haven't? Because there's no way I've seen, him, enough, I've, I've seen enough... I've seen them. It had, it just, what do you mean you've you, you've seen the you've seen, the, seen building? The, building. the building? You've Come seen on. the building going! going. No. Oh no. And it's still a business place of business. That's actually a rule. Like if I see like a dilapidated building <laughs> yeah. that sells food and it's in a business there for a long go. time. All right. No. All right. All right. Boo! All right. We're, we're safe. Good we're
3: good. All right. All right. We're in a good
0: spot. Boo. See ya. We're in a really I'm good spot. I'm fine with all three of these. I don't yeah, want to have eat to. inside. Oh, I've please. never had I've oh, never had outside. Hothead. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> can we so can we eat outside at it's uh amazing. Hothead? Can we eat outside yeah, at Hothead? Nice Do they have a, patio? They have a nice
2: patio? Okay, good. Why? What is wrong yeah. with you guys?
3: Here we go.
1: My wife worked at Hothead
2: for one day. Give me day. Firehouse.
1: Oh. Give me Firehouse.
3: Firehouse.
4: No. Paul loves eating outside of Firehouse.
2: Yep. Firehouse. That's a good win. That's a that was a well earned win.
0: That was a good win. Do people even I mean we can tweet it.
4: No one wants to know if we went to Firehouse. Nobody House.
0: wants to know if we went to Firehouse. The, I mean, that's, the, that's where we can go. The but. tweet
4: confirmation was strictly for Sonic or Long John Sanders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it was.
1: Okay. Jockos would have been up there.
2: Jockos. Jockos would have needed a confirmation as well.
1: <laughs> Jockos, for sure. Guys, thank you for tuning in for the most useless hour of your day. We'll see you tonight. We'll yes, see yeah. you on Wednesday. It is Box Lunch presented by Betfred Sportsbook. See you guys.